0: Good morning. With the coronavirus, many parents are now teaching their children at home and often that's happening while they're working themselves. Today for our daily living segment with Lutheran Social Service of Minnesota, we'll talk about how they work with parents through local schools to help children be successful. I'm speaking with Heather Kamiya today. She's program director with Metro Youth and Family Services at Lutheran Social Service and she's going to talk to us about these courageous and hardworking parents. Good morning, Heather.
1: Good morning. Thank you so much for having me on the show.
0: I'm glad to have you. So tell us a little bit about what you do uh, for Lutheran Social Service.
1: So Metro Youth and Family Services, which is the department I support, really has a philosophy of supporting young people at the heart of our work. And we do that through two ways. We have a youth program area that supports young people who are experiencing educational neglect or academic underachievement or disengagement. We also provide support to young people through comprehensive sexual education, such as teen pregnancy prevention, um, navigating peer pressure, learning how to say no to things that don't feel right for them, um, helping with just general health questions. And then the other side of my department or area is our family services, which supports families who are at risk of uh, engagement with the system, be it child protective services or such, helping them stay out of the system through really identifying what the supports and needs are they, they need to uh, maintain, stabilize, and to function well.
0: So Heather, describe the work you do with schools to help parents who are now teachers.
1: Yes. So one of the programs that we partner with Ramsey County to provide, it's with two schools that have had higher incidence of child protective services reports due to truancy. So these are young people who are not getting to school, um, who are really struggling pre-pandemic to uh, get there on time and to be there every day. And so we've had this contract and partnership for about three years. We just got it renewed and we love it because it's a model that really um, holds compassion for the parent. And we're finding now with the pandemic, as those young people that were already compromised trying to get to school before, you know, everything went digital, now it's even more exacerbated. So our team is able to reach out to those parents with the school's direction and say, hey, we're we're not seeing you in, in Zoom and we're not seeing you in Google Meet and Seesaw. And what's going on? How can we help? Is there anything we can do? To help reconnect your children with the school system during this difficult time and what we're finding is that the truancy is just the cry for help it's just the tip of the iceberg there's so much going on for these parents that are doing the very best they can under extraordinarily difficult circumstances to make everything work and so what we try to do is help prioritize um, their needs. They, they, they lead that, It's client-centered practice, and we just kind of help them say, okay, where do we want to start first? And how can we be of service to you? So that ultimately, we're a service to that young person who needs to get re-engaged with the school system.
0: Sure. What are some of the challenges that these families face?
1: Oh, gosh. I think one of the things this pandemic has done in many ways is equalize the collective experience of parenting. There are many additional challenges that our communities face. But one thing I think we're all feeling as parents is just the simultaneous functioning. There is no respite we're working and we're parenting, and we're doing it at the same time. And And often we've made the difficult choice of not seeing our support circles because of vulnerabilities, whether that be grandparents who are aging or the travel time that would put a family uh, at more vulnerability. So parents are really doing it alone. And if they are um, single heads of household, that's even more challenging. So if you have even more than one child and you're trying to do it all on your own with no support circle, this is really hard. And I and we'll get to sort of what some of the strategies are we're suggesting. But I think that not having um, respite, not having that break, being able to go out for um, some time with your friends or just take a self-care break where someone's not knocking on your door. That's a big one. Another thing we're seeing, and this is a really important added dimension, is racism in COVID-19. So for our parents of color and our particular Asian American parents, there's more reports of um, racism and community violence towards them. So add that to parenting and working and then having to be in community to get your needs met. Uh, It adds another layer of stress, personal safety. Uh, For our Families who have already been vulnerable socioeconomically and racially, this only exacerbates that issue. So these are real issues that we are addressing professionally and personally in our lives, um, if those are our lived experiences.
0: Mm -hmm. So how are those challenges being addressed?
1: Well, as they come up. So, you know, one thing we talk about is the fact that there's shared solidarity. No one um, with children cannot relate to the challenges right now of what we're being asked to do. And so reaching out and finding connection and commonality in our concerns, um, encouraging people to find safe spaces to report and share what's going on in their lives, continuing to offer um, validation for these experiences, connecting people to basic needs and resources we have a phenomenal um, group of social workers in our families and safe hands program that really works with the families I mentioned who are at risk of child protective services or at risk of just not getting their needs met because of the systemic injustices they experience. Um, And those social workers are really working hard to say, um, these are the basic needs that are out there. And we have seen this incredible outpouring of resources um, in the counties around how to help Get families stabilized and get their basic needs met, so so parents can begin to think about those other things and not have that worry be a central all the time to what they're doing. Although the reality is, um, transporting to sites to get need, uh, basic needs met, figuring out how to take care of children who are uh, might have special needs. These are just things that really lend themselves to needing a listening ear, needing supportive time, usually digitally, Zoom, uh, face-to-face meeting over a Teams meeting, um, where we can just really be present for parents and help them go through what it is that they need, they need to address.
0: Sure. What are some tips you would provide parents out there who are now teaching their children at home? I would say be patient with yourself. You need to hold grace for the difficulty
1: of this time. There's no perfect way to do this. There is only now and we have um, every moment we have a chance to make up how we may have done it better (laughs) in the next moment. Um, Do what you can and, and communicate your limitations, be it to teachers, to social workers, to family. We need to be very, very aware that we can't perhaps do everything we were doing before because there's also this collective trauma. There's this grief happening that life is not as we remember it or know it anymore. Uh, we have children who are going through that process of of what will life look like? Why can't I go to the playground? Why can't I... Um, bike down the street and or around the lake and when there's it's busy. Um, you know Why can't I be outside necessarily? So really do what you can and then be creative. Uh, one thing that we have found in this time when we slow down and we recognize there's so little out of our control at this time or in our control at this time is, is that we have these small windows to really perhaps connect with our children in ways our, our lives did not allow us before. We're all shut in the house together <laughs> whether we like it or not. How can we make the most of it and, and make the most of it in really positive ways, because it's really easy to get overwhelmed and resentful and feel like, you know, your cup is overflowing with with all you have to do and the stress of trying to simultaneously parent and work and then self-care in small increments. So it may be five minutes. I have um, told my, my little ones, mom needs a break. Mom is going to go in her room and she's going to set a timer. And in 15 minutes, I will be out again. Um, I also think looking at the um, holding gratitude. Gratitude is a very, you know, many studies have shown a really powerful motivator for shifting Um our mindsets kind of encouraging a growth mindset during difficult times, but holding gratitude for what is going well.
0: You and your colleagues started a group for LSS employees that are parenting right now during COVID-19. When, why did you start it and, and what have you learned?
1: It was almost immediate when we went into shelter in place. Uh, I knew that I needed it and i imagined that i uh, i others would need it so i reached out to a colleague of mine who we have done several projects together and we're always looking for ways to collaborate her name's lillian connor and i said lillian we got to do this and she said absolutely i'm in the same boat and so um, we have a 30 minute um, online uh, teams meeting with over 50 parents who are signed up at this point i think we had 30 parents sign up in one day within five minutes. So that, that really the need is there. And we just cover a bunch of topics um, based on what parents are saying they need. Um, and it's it's really just a place to acknowledge that as LSS employees, this is hard and we can find ways through it together. And part of the way we do that is managing the stress of it and having spaces to share that. We also bring in speakers to talk about many of the things I've already uh, suggested as um, ways to address these challenges. So every week there's a different topic and then hopefully some time for folks to share their experiences.
0: Great. Well, Heather Kamia, thank you so much for speaking with us today about parenting during COVID-19. Heather Kamia is the Program Director with Metro Youth and Family Services at Lutheran Social Service. Thanks so much, Heather.
1: Thank you.